You're listening to the audio portion of Workshop Wednesdays. Workshop Wednesdays is a free live discussion about topics affecting accountants, bookkeepers, and business owners. You can join the ABO group in Facebook to participate live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Just search for ABBO in Facebook. This podcast is brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com, where you will learn, grow, and build a thriving bookkeeping practice. We have hundreds of lessons with almost every aspect of the industry. Start your free month today at SchoolofBookkeeping.com. Well, welcome to another Workshop Wednesday. Hey, you can see that you can see Carrie's hair blowing in the breeze because she just came in and like, <laughs> it's never a dull moment here at School of Bookkeeping where, uh, yeah. where we have, I like this here in the casual conversations for serious workflows, which is our workshop yes. Wednesday. Appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, and today we're going to be talking all about disputes. Yeah. The nasty, nasty turn. So Carrie, what is yeah. a, what is a dispute? Not like. Uh, it's not like a mediation thing, right? <laughs> it's connected to your credit card. So if your customer says, Hey, I'm going to pay your, whatever you're selling or invoicing with the credit card. And then they go back and say, I didn't agree to that. Then you therefore get a dispute and, uh, and you have to manage that with whatever provider you're using for merchant service, you've got to or if you ignore it, you don't get your money. So there's that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, you know, when it comes to disputes, um, you know, the, um, the burden of proof is on the, um, is on the, 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 the merchant. No, thank you. Jeez. I couldn't, couldn't think about it. Yeah. So, uh, and, and what, what happens, right. Is, you know, the customer in this case your client or whoever you're, you're charging their credit card basically says to their bank, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't order this. Um, I didn't get those then, services or I'm somehow upset about something. Right. And okay. so what happens yeah. from the, uh, from the perspective of the merchant is that the merchant provider, whoever that might happen to be, will say, Hey, this customer disputed this charge. We're going to take that money back or now. And, um, and we'll pull it back. And if you can prove that this is leg a legitimate charge, they'll usually ask for something, right? For you, for you to prove that, then we'll charge the customer again. And, uh, oh, by the way, there's a fee uh, for, for all of this to, to take, to take place. Um, so, you know, and that, and that has its own, you know, set of challenges. Like, how do you account for that? Right? Like. You know, this was, uh, you know, for, from QuickBooks perspective, this was part of a deposit that was, you know, four other pay, four other payments, and this one got pulled out, and then there's a fee uh, associated with that, and then do you charge the customer again? Um, you know, with including uh, the the, dis the disputed fee, or do you just handle that through the through the merchant processor? So we're gonna we're gonna going to try to unpack, you know, a, a lot of this as we, as we kind of talk through this. Uh, so we have a, a, a blog or a link from, from QuickBooks uh, where they talk about just handling, handling disputes in general. So let me share my screen here real quick. And I have, there we go, share screen. 
I'll do the window, the entire screen over here. Okay. I'm sorry. I talked to myself when I, when I was deciding what to click on. So here's a, a quick book. All over the place. Yeah. This ads. Right. <laughs> Boom. One oh, good. It's QuickBooks too. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> Tell us how here. you really feel. Mm, but this is how, how does this, how to deal with a disputed invoice, five options for small business. And it talks about, you know, what those disputes are. Uh, you have the invoice, uh, you know, the, the laws and, and those types of things. So this is really helpful from a, from a business perspective of, yeah. of what, what you have at your disposal. Right. Oh, all of how long, wait, go back. How long do they have? Oh, What's it say? Right. Uh, Customer? the amount of time. It depends on the legal relationship between the parties. Uh, again, well, that's very look at the legal documents. If your current contracts and term and conditions don't meet the invoice dispute procedures, it's a good time to add them. So it's all about, you know, like, what do you do? What can you do to protect yourself from, from disputes? But it doesn't stop them from happening. Right. Right. So leave it up, leave it up to the merchant service providers to find an opportunity uh, when, when it comes to that. Right. So then there's this additional service that most merchant providers have called, let's see, oh, it's on the wrong screen. Sorry. Signing up. So QuickBooks has its own service, but every merchant provider yes. will have something, something okay. like that as well. So you have dispute protection, right? So the idea behind this is, Hey, uh, if you don't want to have to deal with disputes, don't worry about it. We got you covered, right? So they'll offer this service to sign up for it. So QuickBooks Payments has a, a payments dispute protection service. So basically what'll happen is you opt into this service and um, for every charge, and there is a 0.99% fee that is added on in addition to that, which helps protect you for having to, having to come up with the reasoning for the, you know, the, the dispute, right? doesn't matter mm -hmm. if they dispute the protect, if they dispute the charge or not, this protection service will cover you for that. So you won't have that, pr that problem when it comes to, they disputed, they'll, um, they'll pull the money back out of your, your bank account. Basically they'll just cover the dispute with, uh, with the funds from the service, right? So. Basically what you're paying is an additional almost 1% uh, to, for every transaction to be covered for this. So uh, yeah, it's 0.99%. Um, you know, other merchant providers may, it may be different, uh, but for QuickBooks payments, it's an additional, basically an another 1% to, to cover this. So, you know, if you think it's worth it, right? Like, you know, do the math, right? Um, because. If you're, if you get a dispute and you don't have the service, you're going to need to prove that it was a legitimate uh, fee. And if it wasn't a legitimate fee, then you're out that money anyway, right? Like, so what is your time worth when it comes to, you know, to managing these disputes manually, uh, or is it worth it just to, just to be like, okay, you know, I'm covered. I'm not going to worry about it. And then, you know, QuickBooks payments will just handle the, you know, refunding the customer, their, their money. Um, but then of course, now you still have that potential dispute 
happening next time. So you still have to manage that if you, if you, you know, are still working with the customer, especially if it's on a subscription uh, or, or those types of things of a recurring billing of, of potentially happening again. Now there is a limit, right? Of $10,000 per chargeback or an annual limit of $25,000, right? So, you know, put that in your, in your calculation, right? Of whether that, whether this service makes, makes sense or not, right? Like if you're charging half a million dollars over the course of the year, you're going to be spending $5,000. No, that's $50,000 to get $25,000 worth of coverage. Right. So, right. So if, so kind if of, sir, go ahead. one of the things I noticed when, um, when we were, you know, learning more about payments and stuff, and I, I recommended this to one of my customers and they were a, they had a membership. And so a lot of times people will sign up and say, oh, I want to be whatever. And I'll, I agree to $25 a month. And then later they say, oh, I'm not using it. And they cancel. Um, and what what would happen is if they, you know, then they may dispute over this little $25 and stuff like that. So it felt like they may not, that customer might not be a good fit for Quick, QuickBooks payments because of the fees involved in that constant adding and subtracting in the fees does will this help that sort of customer it, not if they're a two million dollar customer but a customer that's going to have cancellations and stuff often yeah or, i mean if they have if they have if this is a, a common thing right this may be, this may be a a good fit for you know for somebody like that that has cancellations and disputes and you know, chargebacks because one, it's going to avoid all those chargeback fees and yes. it's going to avoid, and it's going to avoid them having to go in and prove that the charge was, was worth, you know, was, was, was legitimate to the merchant provider. Um, you know, and, you know, if you have a lot of chargeback, um, you know, that could cause, you know, your account to be canceled, right? Like if you have, yeah, you know, yeah. they're going to be having a lot of these uh, chargebacks. And maybe that, that is too much of a risky, a risky account for them. And they may drop you, right? It could potentially cause your, your account to be canceled. So this can protect you if, if the, like I described the, the membership program where you say, sign up and then cancel when you're not, you don't want to use it anymore. This could protect a customer's credit score or whatever you call it might yeah. be a different term. Yeah, because I remember when we first started with school bookkeeping, you know, we, we would get a couple disputes like that. And, you know, the original owner would be like, well, you might want to reach out to them to maybe have them talk to their bank uh, after you explain, you know, what this, what this charge was for, because, you know, Stripe is our payment processor, not, not QuickBooks payments because we can't use it, but we're trying, but, but, um, but the, uh, you know, the, we, we could get a deep, right? Like if you, uh, if you have an Airbnb and you cancel, you know, you get a lot of cancellations, you know, the Airbnb might lower you on the ability for, of using that. Um, you know, so the question of course is what if I need more coverage than that? Well, they don't offer, you know, uh, they don't offer more, more coverage, you know, and maybe this is like the first iteration of the service, you know, maybe they'll 
they're probably going to look at this in a year and go, okay, was this worthwhile or do we have a whole bunch of chargebacks or maybe we can increase our, our, our limit and our coverage. But, you know, if you're charging, uh, you know, $15,000 and there's a dispute, right? They're only going to cover 10,000 of that, you know, so you still kind of have to weigh those, weigh those options uh, when it comes to, is this, is this a, a worthwhile endeavor for me as a, as an option? Because, you know, you're going to be paying an extra 1%, you know, for this, for this coverage. If you never have a dispute, well, that's, you know, that's, that's 1% off of your bottom line. But is that coverage worth it? You know, it's kind of like a kind of like an insurance policy for disputes. <laughs> so that's that's kind of the the discussion there. Now, when a dispute actually happens, we've created a, a blog here because inside of QuickBooks online is this invoice tracker, right? So I, I don't know if you can see it. Maybe I'll make it a little bigger so we can see. So there's a there's an invoice tracker here. And what happens with the dispute is that's the end of the road for that transaction. So the idea of this invoice tracker is that you can see when it was sent, you can see when it was viewed, you can see when it was paid, and then you can see when it was deposited. And when a dispute happens, um, especially on an ACH, oh, that, is the, that is the end of the transaction workflow, right? So there's going to be this need the tension in, in red and, and a red banner on the, on the invoice tracker, because, you know, that train has begun and ended with a dispute, right? It's, it started with an invoice and, and then ended with a dispute, right? And the reason that it's getting this is the fact that uh, there's a dispute, right? Like, like it just, that is the disposition, right? So the suggestion of how do you fix this inside of QuickBooks, you create another invoice, you invoice the customer again, but what do you do with this original invoice? Because it will always have this soiled, Dang. what do you call it? Yeah. It's, it's got a blemish, right? It's a birthmark. It's it. right? And what do you get? Because the payment that it's tied to has a dispute attached to it. So the, the QuickBooks payments service is saying, Hey, this is disputed. What do you do uh, with that? Right. So this blog article um, is, uh, it, it walks through the process of what do I got to do to be able to get that alert off of my QuickBooks, right? Because this needs attention will always show there in as long as that invoice or an invoice is tied to that payment and that payment really happened, right? Like the, the, you know, you, you, you sent an invoice, they paid it, it got deposited, they disputed it. Then it bounced first. It, ca oh. it came out, right? So that payment has that blemish on it, right? So the way that you get rid of this, this needs attention, this funky needs attention banner, right? Like on your, on your invoice tracker is you got to put something between the invoice and the paper, right? And that and this talks about, you know, creating a journal entry to a clearing account, right? Or, or whatever it is that you want to call it. And then you reverse yeah. it and then you reverse it. And then you apply the invoice to the journal entry, the journal entry to the invoice, 
uh, the journal entry to, to the payment, right? So there's something in between the invoice and the payment. So the invoice tracker, basically you're fooling it here is that the invoice tracker can't see the payment because there's two journal entries in the way, you know, kind of like a bodyguard for the dispute. <laughs> I've got Tricks a couple around. Of... Yeah. But otherwise, you know, the other option, of course, is you just ignore this, but Carrie, would you I actually... can't ignore that red banner, Dan. Will it be there forever? That's yep. going to be like a side. Um... Right. Yeah, that's 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 going to be there always. There's going to be an alert on your home screen, like, hey, some of these payments did had a dispute. What do you you know you need needs attention? You know, take care of that, right? Because the the suggested fix of creating another invoice and sending another payment or apply this payment, as long as you have this blemished payment tied to an invoice directly, it's going to be this needs attention. Right. So, so when you do the body, when you do the bodyguard move, um, that makes (laughs) that red banner go away. Yes. Yeah. And then how, and then does that also help you get set up for success that, okay, now I know Dan owes me this money. He disputed it. So I can now re-invoice you and start over. Yeah. Cause what, what that does is it puts this uh, it puts this to bed, right? It puts this to rest. Okay. That, that this, invoice, this, this needs attention. We'll get, we'll get run, you know, and then whatever you decide to do in reality, uh, when it comes to sending a new invoice, charging the customer for, you know, the fees or what have you, that's now a new, a new, uh, Brand new a new, a new transaction, right? So you won't see this on your invoice tracker. You'll see the next one, right? the next, the next invoice that may have the fees associated with it, you know, to charge them for the chargeback fees and all the other dispute thing. But of course you could avoid all that if you had the dispute protection service, because none of this would actually happen, uh, you know, so this might be, you know, one of those things that you take into account It's like, oh, I'm going to have to track all this, you know, if a dispute actually happened. If it, okay. if it, if there is a dispute, you won't see any of this needs attention, uh, because it never happened, right? The, the funds never got removed from your set protection service is just, all right, this is, uh, I don't want to say a stormy Daniels, but you know, it's, it's a hush money <laughs> to, pay, to pay off the dispute, but you still has to have, I'm just, I'm just pulling, pulling all sorts of analogies, uh, out of here. Um, when it comes to so uh, there's disputes. so we have a clever workaround to get rid of the sty in your eye red banner or if you don't mind paying extra they will handle it for you but the caveats are it's limited to twenty five thousand per year and you may have higher needs than that but i think even if it's that they the do they stop i mean i wonder what that means they stop working do you continue to get the red banners even if you're a high processor yeah. yeah i wouldn't um like yeah i mean the the scenario of, uh, okay i've charged fifteen thousand dollars and they disputed and the, the dispute service covered 10 what happens to the other five right does that show up as a needs attention issue or some some problem in the, the invoice tracker so as long as you're below those 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 limits i i think it's a worthwhile conversation right you know to to have with yourself and like it does this make sense to to do um, 
And then if you're using, you know, other, you know, other payment processors, you know, that they may offer their own service as well for, you know, for that kind of dispute process, but that is what the dispute protection services are designed to do is to avoid you having right. to even have, have to deal with a dispute, uh, when it comes to, comes to that. Now, one other and, thing to uh, add here, if it's, if it's yeah. a bounce, right? Like if it's an NSF for ACH payments, you, the dispute process, it doesn't come into play here, right? Like this is a, uh, you'll get a red banner, right? <laughs> if, uh, if there is a, if there is a non-sufficient funds for the ACH payment, because those two things have a disposition of a dispute or an NSF, right? So the, that's the end of the, end of the railroad track there for, for the dispute or, or an NSF when it comes to ACH payment. So often I have found, I'll let you take a break. So oftentimes (laughs) I have people pay ACH, it's painful. Like it takes, it feels like it takes longer. I know there's a speed up, you can pay more, da, 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 da. But it's really, I, I almost feel like it's a bigger risk to take an ACH for you, the the merchant, because if it blows up, you know, it's, they may have run off, you know, what if you sold them a $5,000 something refrigerator, they've run off with the refrigerator, their ACH blows up. What do you, what's your protection? So if you'd had a credit card, yeah, yeah, you pay a higher fee for a credit card and then you have to pay for this. I mean, you, I think the key is, is to just understand the differences when to offer that just because an ACH might be cheaper, you might end up losing all that cash and that's painful for a business, Mm -hmm. but make sure that you've mapped your settings and all so that you can track what this stuff is costing you cleanly instead of having it you know like some of those services netted out of your proceeds so you really don't know what it's costing it's always important to have a handle on what this cost what the fees are because there's a fee to doing using these services and it and and think of it this way too it's saving you time to go to the bank it's saving you time to go to the customer get a check go to the bank so it's just a new way of processing that yeah you all have to adjust to you do bring up an interesting point when it comes to ACHs and uh, refunds, right? So, uh, you know, if a customer asks for a refund and they paid you through ACH, you can't use a, you can't give it back to them on the, on the ACH. Like you can't send it back. Now there's ways around that. We maybe, maybe that's our next week's topic of how do you, how do you do a refund when they paid you with ACH and they asked for it back um, because you can't go in to say, you know, refund the, the ACH because that's, it's an ACH thing, right? So, uh, NACHA, um, and maybe we'll just unpack, you know, save this for an hey, when we, when we talk about yeah, it, the, the, the rules oh, I, I just, <laughs> yeah, you went, you went, as, you drove us into the weeds, but that is, you know, you can't give a refund back to the, to the same place that you got it when it's ACH is what it, what it boils down to. So you have to work around that and do it in another, in another fashion, because typically refunds uh, are uh, like, they have to go back to the, to the card that they were used on, right? Like you can't put a refund back on a different card if it was a credit card yeah. and, you, and you can't issue a refund to an ACH um, 
you know, directly inside of QuickBooks. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and then on that note, too, it's probably if we stay on our credit card path, yeah. if a customer says you, you use their credit card, everything went happy, and then they want to refund, we one thing that we have to be aware of are the fees. You're going to get charged a fee for the original transaction at your low rate. And then when you do a refund, if you do it the same day, I think you're good. But if you wait a yeah. while, then you're going to have another fee on the way out. So you might want to keep that in budget because if somebody canceled and it was on them, maybe in your terms and conditions and work with your legal help on that, yeah. that you can say, sure, we're happy to refund it. But you know how sometimes they say it's a restocking fee. Well, what you really want to recoup besides time is at least those fees on the way in and the way out. Yeah. So there, there's always a, um, you know, Bob was saying not on Stripe, they charge both ways. <laughs> they, right. They get, so, they get you with the fees yeah. coming and going. Well, I think QuickBooks does too, Bob. So yeah, <laughs> but, um, you just want to be aware of that when somebody cancels, if it's, you know, if it's, if you screwed up and you're giving them a cancellation, that's the cost of doing business. But if, if it's, um, if it's a legitimate cancellation, uh, you know, whatever, but if it's a cancellation that they just changed their mind, put, make sure you have in your terms and conditions, we're, we'll let you out of the membership or whatever it is but do do note that we'll have a little bit of a fee to process it just to cover your fees or it's just the cost of doing business today right you didn't have to deliver that cash across town and in, in your work vehicle so right. <laughs> okay one other thing that we wanted to, to discuss and, and make sure that, that that people are aware of uh, with quickbooks online um when you sign up for a new QuickBooks Online subscription, you kind of half get a new payment account, right? Virtual. So whether you knew it or not, they, you're going to get a, a QuickBooks payments account. Um, and, it, and it almost looks like part of, you know, just the normal setup process, right? Like as you're going through the, the, the first time use, you know, setup wizard, uh, QuickBooks Online will just ask you, hey, how do you get paid? And uh, and if you answer by credit card, well, then you're going to see those, those options. You get, well, you're going to have, you're going to see the options. And, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of interesting, you know, to see it from a, you know, from the, the Intuit perspective, right? Because, um, you know, they, they understand that, you know, if you, if they can help you get paid faster, then, you know, you'll continue to use the service, right? So they, they want people to be able to kind of, we want to reduce the hurdles of setting that up. So they'll just kind of ask you, hey, do you want to get paid with a credit card? And, you know, people say yes, right? And so what'll happen is uh, the invoices, when they, when they send them out, are payment enabled, meaning that a customer can record the payment but the, 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 the vendor, the, the, the business, there we go. The business hasn't you know, set up, hasn't subscriber haven't of new account. Hasn't they completed. Haven't, they haven't finished. 
because what they haven't told QuickBooks yet is where to put the money uh, what when someone, someone decides to pay it. When I, I saw this on a, a Facebook post, it's like, uh, my client sent me an invoice and I paid it. And now they're like, we don't accept credit card. <laughs> and so they were wondering, like, how, how did this all happen? And this, and this is what happened, right? Somebody said, Hey, all our, this great I'd idea. like to get paid with, with credit card, but now their funds are tied up somewhere because they, you know, to it rightfully said, you know, took the money out of the credit card and, and waiting, but they don't have anywhere to put it yet because the, they haven't finished setting up the, the, the merchant account yet. So be, you know, beware that. You know, that could potentially happen to you or your clients uh, when the, when you set up a new uh, a new uh, QuickBooks Online subscription account. because it just it just makes sense to you know answer the question yes I would like to you know accept a credit card whether they knew what they were doing or not right uh, and then what comes happen you know what happens then is that they have to finish the setup uh, but now they're kind of they're also locked into the fee that, you know, that, that are the, uh, you call them the MSRP, but uh, I mean, they're just the full price, full yeah. price. Right. So if you are working with a client and you're a pro advisor, you can actually get them, you know, better rates than if they do that in the, in the, in the product itself. So and you want to make sure uh, that you have that discussion with your with your client and knowing that there is this potential for them to set up an account when they didn't even realize it uh, but then they're kind of locked into higher fees because the regular price of those fees are you know a little bit higher than if you had the pro advisor pricing uh, so you want to make sure that you are um, having that discussion with your with your clients uh, before before they sign up for the service or at least know what they're, what they're getting into. Like if they would, you know, if they're going to set up this account anyway, um, and then, and Intuit is going to set it up for them, kind of half set it up, you know, this is what we discussed. Uh, you want to make sure that, that you kind of hedge that head, headed off at the pass, uh, so that you know that they're getting the best fees, uh, if they, if they decide to use the service. So that's, that's our workshop today. And scrolling has that we've created a landing page where they can go straight to apply for merchant service at those discounted rates. So if you sign them up for QBO under your wholesale billing or whatever it's called today, yep. you're not locked into those full price um, rates. You can actually, you know, use use our link if you want. Um, and then, um, and then, if you want to. Uh, if you're not part of the, you know, getting alerted when uh, workshops go go live and whatnot, uh, you can uh, just scan this code. Uh, Landon created this uh, this pretty awesome little thing to stay informed. You can you can register for the for the workshops, and then uh, you'll get notified when we when we go live or where you can you can log in, whether it's on our website or on YouTube or Facebook or wherever. Uh, but if you want to want to register, just Whip out your phone and uh, and scan the, the the QR code. So that uh, that kind of wraps it up for uh, for this workshop. All right, Carrie, any final thoughts? Um, 
no, but we'll continue these discussions because there's a lot to to talk about to um, around these payments to save your customer money and and so forth and and working your way through the different setup applications and stuff like that, how to get that done, streamline it. Awesome. All right. So we'll see you next week on another workshop Wednesday. And I hope you all have a great week. Have a great one. Thanks for joining.